0: What's happening, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome back to another fun episode of The Pinch Point. There's a lot going down this last week that we need to talk about. Some good, some bad, some entertaining, some funny, some sad. So where should we begin? I don't know if this is falling under any of those categories, but a white-tailed deer that has been struck by a vehicle in Holmes County, Florida has tested positive for, you guessed it, everybody, CWD. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission has confirmed the presence of chronic wasting disease in a wild deer killed on the highway after the female white-tailed deer. And then they list the, is this the genus and species or whatever? Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. I remember that. I don't know what it means, but it's the, oh, I don't know how to say this. I should probably know this as a deer hunter, right? Odas, oh, das, oh. Oh, no. virginianus virginianus is the second <laughs> word why do they gotta put that in there like the, the female white-tailed deer odosilius virginianus like anybody cares like we know what a deer is people in Holmes County it was confirmed to have the prion disease the agency activated its chronic wasting disease response plan do you think they like hit a button <laughs> CWD, enact the response plan, which is what, you think?
1: The guy getting up out Continuing
0: of Continuing to monitor samples. That's the response <laughs> plan. I wonder, in a case like this, you know, what they say a lot of times is that, like, CWD isn't what kills the deer. That's why like so many people are the the CWD deniers of the world that are like, this isn't a real thing. It's not that bad because they're thinking that deer should just be wasting away and dying out in the fields. And then we should just be littered with dead deer all over the landscape. And they say, because we're not finding dead deer all over the place, CWD thus does not exist. What they don't understand is that because of the way that CWD works, the animals can't think straight. They lose their fear of predators and humans and they're getting killed long before the disease actually kills them. They're getting hit by a car because they're stupid and just wandering out into traffic because they don't know any better because of the disease. So in any case, yeah, we got Florida CWD. We take very seriously our responsibility to prevent, detect, and respond to animal health issues in Florida, all to safeguard our own agriculture industry and our world-renowned. Wildlife and Natural Resources, says Wilton Simpson, Commissioner of the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. It's a long title that old Wilton has. So, anyways, CWD in Florida, welcome to the club. Come on in, everybody. The water is warm, literally, because you are in Florida. Let's move on. Should we just get all the crossbow stuff out of the way next? Because there's just a litany. There's a litany of crossbow what, offenses, offenses, offenses offenses yeah. kind of means the same thing we're big on v- vocabulary around here lately learning new words um let's start here i'm going to start with this one because this one i don't know just kind of annoyed me so this was on vice.com it was an article uh, published on june 6th by who is this mary francis knapp this is the worst The I, worst this is the worst. Did you look through this? This yeah. is terrible. It's called the best crossbows on Amazon for Father's Day, Doomsday prep, and giggles. So it showed up in a like a Google News thing for me. But I've seen these articles in the past. Where it's just a like oh, it's a money play. They're just doing a bunch of like affiliate links over to Amazon to try to get people to buy this stuff. There's there's it's the worst. It might be the worst article I've ever seen written in my life. And I've seen some bad articles.
1: The second one. It just like there's not even a crossbow they're describing the wrong product for the like it,
0: it's it, literally what a broad, it's about. a rage broadhead yes and not only that, but I believe that this is a practice rage. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's a practice broadhead that they're showing but um let me read you the intro to this article because it's just terrible. There comes a day in every person's life where they must choose between making a credit card payment and buying another crossbow. I'm not sure that I'll ever get to that day or that most people I know will ever get to that day for the curious yet uninitiated crossbows are basically kissing cousins with a classic bow and arrow. Only the fixed nature of the crossbows arrow can give you a little more control in lieu of fingering your bow. Like a legolas, crossbows consist of a bow that is fixed crosswise on a wooden or metal stock that in turn directs the projection of your shot. Some historians think it was the predecessor of the catapult, which we're going to tell our crush, the high priest somebody, in the We Pretend It's Bronze Age Internet Facebook group. That's a thing?
1: I got to click on that. There's a whole lot of insider information.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wait, We Pretend It's Bronze Age Internet. It's a Facebook group with 132,000 members? My goodness. what is this glad tidings from the very, very far East? My friends, I would like to tell you my story of success. What is these? There are some weird ass people in this world. So anyway, she goes through and she starts listing like these crossbows that they found on Amazon, the party crossbow who doesn't love a good party crossbow. I'm not sure that there's such a thing. So it's a handmade wooden toy crossbow set. Then she goes down to, uh, John Wick, come get your blade crossbow. This is the one you're talking about that's just terrible. R.I.P. John Wick, you would have loved this miniature blade-shooting crossbow for slicing through hearty French cheeses at the next Mafia Kiki? What's that? What's a Kiki? Like a party? Get-together? A gathering of some sort? Who is this lady? With a 4.7-star average rating from over 4,800 reviews on Amazon, this Amazon- American Girl Doll-Sized Crossbow by the brand Rage is actually Amazon's number one bestseller in the category. It's literally a broadhead. It's a broadhead. It's not a
1: crossbow. But if you go up, there's like a little picture of a hand crossbow. Is that from the... No, that's the party crossbow. That's a party crossbow. Got it.
0: That's the party crossbow.
1: They think that broadhead is a crossbow?
0: Yeah. As one reviewer named Whitney writes, these are the best mechanical crossbow broadheads on the market, and literally in the review, that it's not a crossbow. Anyways, who, who really reads Vice anymore? I feel like Vice has really fallen falling apart. They used to have some good stuff. Now, it's a joke because I got idiots like this lady writing for them. Moving on to another crossbow news, we got this guy here, uh, Bedford County, Pennsylvania. Charges are being refiled against a man in Bedford County in a homicide case incurred in 2021. According to a criminal complaint, state police received a call on the morning of May 23rd in regards to a male who was shot in the neck with a crossbow. So the story goes, the guy had a crossbow, I think in his bedroom. I think this must've been like his buddy, somebody. I don't understand. The story is kind of vague. Came over, grabbed the crossbow because he wanted to like check it out or something. Goes in the other room, in the meantime, the victim is standing in his bedroom talking to, I believe it was his girlfriend. And all of a sudden he gets shot through the neck with an arrow out of nowhere. And the guy that shot him said it was a mistake and he was trying to like uncock the crossbow or do something like that. But I, I still don't understand. Was like the door open, did he shoot him through a doorway? Did it go through a, a window or through the wall? I, I don't know. To the window, to the wall. Yeah, all right. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Criminal complaint states there was also a broken deadbolt next to the victim's head. I think they mean an, a like an arrow crossbow bolt. Not a deadbolt. These writers. After the victim broke it off after being struck in the neck. So, apparently the guy left the house. Like the girl was like freaking out, dude, her boyfriend just gets shot in the neck with a crossbow arrow. The guy that did it, he freaks out and leaves. Eventually, she tells the cops what happened. They show up at this guy's house. He completely denies ever being there and denies even knowing these people. (laughs) He says he doesn't even know them and he wasn't there. Um, They state that he told him he had never been to the victim's residence and did not know him and that he was mowing grass at the time of the incident. Uh, He denied shooting the victim. And when the owner of the house where the thing was located... Told him to clear things up with police. He refused and claimed he wanted to clear up his warrants. So apparently he had some existing warrants, and that's why he left. Never mind the fact that he just killed a guy. So I don't know. This is just a crazy story. I feel like somewhere in here some drugs were involved in this story, and like other illegal things. It's just strange. Like, did he? They never really talk about like the guy's relationship with the person that he shot. Did he know him? Was it his friend? Did he feel bad? His drug dealer. Like, did he kill him on purpose? Was it really an accident? I mean, they say he's getting charged with with murder. He's being held at the Bedford County Prison and was denied bail. Uh, he's got a preliminary hearing for July 5th, which is next week. So we might find out. I don't know. The story is just, it's just strange. There had to have been. I'm telling you, there was drugs involved for sure. Um, there was another crossbow case we were going to talk about Briefly. I don't even want to get into the details of it because it's so horrid, but long in story of it is there was a guy involved in a domestic dispute with his wife. I forget even what state it was, Virginia, or somewhere like that. And he, I'm assuming anyways, tries to shoot his wife with a crossbow and shoots through his three-month-old child that his wife was holding and, and kills the baby. And then he takes off and shot the wife as well. She survived. The baby did not. Cops caught him like a mile down the road. Apparently he had like a restraining order against him already. I mean, it's just, I don't know. As a parent, it's just like one of the, one of the most like heart wrenching stories I'd ever read. Three months old, shot his own kid with a crossbow. So we're not going to go into too much detail. We're not going to glorify that asshole and even bring up his name on our podcast because screw that guy. I hope he ultimately gets the death penalty or something. Cause terrible. Uh, moving forward. Uh, we've got a man in North Idaho who was found guilty of purchasing multiple cougars and eagles from poachers. I don't, I still don't understand what he was doing with them. I think he was making He's something leather out of them. He was a leather worker. Yeah. So he was just buying the hides and getting them tanned, and then like making satchels or maybe jackets. Maybe he was making those jackets with the fringes that come down. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Like mm, that's, that's, cougar, that's been cougar this whole time.
0: That's cougar. Like, this is a genuine cougar skin coat. So, apparently, the cougars that he was buying from these gentlemen, they were uh, killing them illegally. They were snaring them, which apparently is a a big no-no in Idaho. And he knew they were doing this. uh, And he was actually advising them on how to, like, hide the snare marks and, like, cut that part of the hideout before they brought it to him. Uh, But 65-year-old Gordon Wilson, you would think that by the time you're 65, you're like... This is a bad idea. I've been I've been around for a while. Like I, I like I'm gonna stop doing dumb shit.
1: I feel like it's not old enough to not care anymore. Like in your eighties, and you're just like whatever.
0: Oh, you think you have reached a point where you're like screw it? Yeah, just, I'm so old, I don't care anymore. Sixty five is not that age. Yeah, no, no, he's not. You're not that old. But old Gordon, he's been found guilty on nine counts of felony purchasing unlawfully taken wild wildlife. He also was buying. I think it was a golden eagle, is that he said? The golden eagle purchased by Wilson is a federally protected species and illegal to possess. I don't know what he was doing with the golden eagle that he bought. Like, it's a federally protected bird. What are you going to do with it once you buy it? Unless he just wanted to have it.
1: I mean, the same thing with like antlers and like poached deer, like just a black market. Yeah, but
0: like if you, but. If somebody doesn't know you poached the deer, you could be like, hey, check out this buck that I shot or I found or whatever. And people are like, oh, my God. You can't be like, hey, check out this golden eagle that I have. Like, everyone's going to be like, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to have that. So you can't even show it to anybody. Now, (laughs) this part was interesting, I felt like. Following the verdict, uh, District Judge Mitchell remanded Wilson into custody without bond. Which is like, damn, dude, I read that. And I was like, yo, he was just buying some like poached animals. They're like, we can't let this guy out. He's a menace. In addition to the nature of his crimes, Judge Mitchell took into account that Wilson had threatened to kill the sellers on more than one occasion if they reported him to the authorities. Which I thought was interesting. So his sentencing date is scheduled for August. We'll know in August what uh, Mr. Wilson is going to get for his illegal purchasing of animals. What else What else can we talk about? Let's just keep going with poaching. There was an article written on bowhunting.com recently uh, by Becca Garris, and I love Becca. She does a great job writing for us. She seems like a really cool person. I follow her on Instagram. Um, she's one of those women that's been like attacked by the non-hunters and the anti-hunters because she's out just slaying all sorts of critters. She's got her, her little baby on her back and she's out hunting and killing stuff. And I just think it's awesome. I love her for that. But she wrote an article called "Are poaching Fines cheaper than an outfitter. And the answer to that is in a lot of cases, yes. Uh, especially with the cost of some of these outfitted hunts these days. Now the article goes on to not necessarily say that like people are poaching because they don't have money to pay for an outfitter. But the spirit of the article is essentially like, should poaching fines be larger than they are, because it's less money than a lot of people are paying to go on legal hunts. So should an illegal hunt, poaching, ultimately generate higher fines? I don't know the answer to that. That's one that I think we could certainly debate. But if you guys want to read the article, there's some really cool stories, uh, interesting stories in there about these just really large poaching busts uh, in there. She does mention the Bomars a little bit in there for all of you. are always on my ass uh, about that. You guys can go read all about them. Speaking of which, right before we started filming this, my buddy uh, Tommy texted me and said, I need to go listen to the Hunter podcast, H-U-N-T-R with Jeremy Flynn and apparently they did a very long interview. I don't know if it's with both Beaumars or just with Josh, but he said it was like four hours long. He's like, it's a really long podcast. But fortunately, in a couple days, I have like a five and a half hour drive coming up where I'm going to uh, Northern Michigan over the 4th of July holiday. So I got a little time and I'm going to listen to it and I will give my thoughts and feelings on that. I would advise all of you to go listen to that Hunter, the Hunter podcast, H U N T R is how you spell that. It's a good podcast. I like Jeremy over there. They do some, some fun stuff, enjoyable dudes. So make sure you check that out and also check out the bowhunting.com article that Becca wrote our poaching finds cheaper than an outfitter. Uh, staying on bowhunting.com, there was also another article on there that our editor Brody Swisher put together, um, just a small little blurb about a recent, I guess, comment or statement that Joel Turner was shot IQ made that says thoughts aren't thinking, um, which is just kind of an interesting thing when you think about it. So if you're struggling with your shooting skills, you need to check out Joel Turner and his shot IQ process. This dude is a wealth of information. Below, he shares a solid word on thinking through the shot process. Thoughts aren't thinking, he says. What a profound statement. Uh, He says, those words were told to me by my good friend, uh, Ben Mayer, maybe, on a recent hunt in New Zealand. He uses this statement on a regular basis while supervising the many employees that are under his watchful eye. The statement struck me with such authority that I now apply it to nearly everything I do and teach. So let's dissect it. Your thoughts are what you hear. Your thinking is what you say. I thought that was interesting. So there's a little bit more to it uh, in there. This one kind of just piqued my curiosity a little bit because I am planning on starting Joel's Shot IQ uh, process in July. Once I kind of get back from this little vacation and my kids' sports start winding down, I got a bit of a gap, hopefully, in time between then and when hunting season starts. So my goal is to go through the whole shot IQ process, kind of document that for everybody, keep you guys updated along the way. So make sure you check that out. We're going to move into our last two things for today because we are getting late on time here. So another week, another NFL quarterback shooting a bear and getting shit for it on social media. This one I really enjoyed. This uh, article was on, what's the Peacock logo? NBC? Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I guess it is NBC. NBC NBCSports.com. So now we know. We were talking about that before the show. NBC is the Peacock. Uh, The headline reads: Carson Wentz bear hunt triggers the reaction he should have expected. I thought that was an interesting title written by Mike Florio, who I've read a bunch of his stuff in the past. If you follow sports, he's a pretty noted sports columnist. The thing that he fails to mention in here is whether or not Carson Wentz gives a shit what any of these people think, right? It triggers the reaction he should have expected. That's like saying that, like, I didn't expect this, or I care what all of these people say, and oh my gosh, this is some sort of negative thing. Or he could be like, yeah, I'm a proud hunter, and I'm going to put this out there, and I don't care what you guys think, including you, Mike Florio. So it's no surprise that Carson Wentz experienced an online backlash when posting on social media the aftermath. It's just a unique choice of words, right? The aftermath. Think about when you think of the aftermath of something. Like, what's the general connotation? The, the like a storm? Or, yeah, yeah like, like a hurricane came blowing through and we're looking at the aftermath that was left in the, the destruction of this terrible thing, right? The aftermath of a successful, not for the bear, Alaskan bear hunt. Like, He's already, like, getting his little digs in. He's showing, like, I'm not just a reporter reporting on the facts. I'm one of the assholes, too. The real question is whether Wentz realized what would happen. No, Mike Florio. The real question is, why are you a douche? And did Carson Wentz even care? Uh, If he didn't realize, he's got even less self-awareness than Michael Scott. Hunting is a controversial subject, mostly because of people like this guy, regardless of whether it's done legally, properly, and as humanely as possible. Wentz knew or should have known that posting photos with a large dead bear would spark sharp criticism from many. Once again, maybe he didn't care. Or he was trolling those who don't like hunting by doing a victory lap. I, I don't know, man. I followed Carson Wentz for a number of years now, or at least since his rookie season in the league when I found out that he was a hunter. Uh, and I don't think he's the type of person that's doing a lot of trolling or gloating. Uh, that's just not him. So anyways, I I did want to read some of the comments. I noticed that there was a lot of like verified accounts that were commenting on this stuff, like other quote unquote celebrities. Most of these people I don't even know who they were. Um, I did see that Derek Wolf, uh, said, hell yeah, congratulations, which I would have expect. Uh, and then we get into the blue check mark people that I have no clue who they are. Maybe this is just because I'm old and out of touch. Do you know these people, Brando? DJ Tiger Lily? Nope. Animals deserve so much better than this. Do they really, though? What do they deserve? A better photo? (laughs) What do they deserve? Do they deserve to be killed by another animal in the wild? Do they deserve to freeze to death? Do they deserve to die from disease? Do they deserve to starve to death? Do they deserve to fall off a cliff and die? What do they deserve, DJ Tiger Lily? What do any of us deserve? How about this one? Kyra Santoro. She's pretty hot, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. She's like she's an insta model, I think. She says, I hope your karma is extremely painful. That's not very nice to say. Uh, how about I don't know uh, I don't know what this this is like an account, not a person. Karma Gawa. They they went in all caps. Atrocious. Animals deserve so much better. Again. Yeah, no, this is a different account. But, yeah, the animal deserves better. Uh, This guy, I don't know who this person is. I think he was a vegan, if I remember reading through his account. He says, the masculine urge to kill is nothing but the need to overcompensate for underlying insecurities. I feel like that's one of the things that everybody always says. Like, oh, you're just... uh you know, you're a real man, aren't you? You're real insecure, so you got to go out and kill defenseless,
1: poor animals.
0: That's what everybody kind of always says. I never really felt that way.
1: Such as the easiest attack.
0: I guess it is. Like, oh, you're real tough. I'm a vegan with a blue mark. Look at me up on my high horse. Direct action everywhere. That's just some other account. Tragic. Animals are not ours to exploit. But they are. That's the thing. But they actually are. So sad and unnecessary. Next time, just shoot pictures. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Let's see. How about Elkie? Oh, yeah, this chick. She's some fat chick. Elkie. E-L-K-E. She's got 1.5 million followers, and she's just a fat chick in a bikini. Like, she's one of these, like, plus-size, like, model people. I'll have to do my research. Dude, she's kind of gross. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm not going to follow her. I don't, I'm not into that jazz, but what did she say? Oh, I got to get back to it. I left. She says that was on your bucket list. Sad. I don't know. Usually these people's bucket list includes traveling around the world or buying their parents a house or KFC or Hey now or KFC. Yeah. I don't know. He probably did both of those things and he got to travel to like Alaska to go do this. So, I mean, it is kind of, you know, two birds, one stone, two, one bear, one arrow. Such an incredible arrow that you felt the need to take their life. This is barbaric. Indeed it is, which is why we love it so much. (laughs) Thank you, Rob Banks, for that. The vegan community uh, commented, this is horrible. How is it possible? Watch the video. He shows himself shooting the bear. That's how it's possible. So good for Carson Wentz. We're going to end today on a high note. We have a teen up in Canada who saved a nine-year-old during a brutal coyote attack in the suburbs of Winnipeg. Manitoba officials say it's the first time a coyote has attacked a human in the province. Story goes that a nine-year-old boy from Winnipeg was out walking with, I believe, his 15-year-old sister that evening. Um, they spotted a coyote, and this is where they went wrong. It freaked him out just because they saw a coyote. And what did they do, Brando? What do you think they did? that you should never do around a a predator. Did they try to
1: touch it? Nope.
0: Nope. The opposite of that.
1: Oh, they ran. They ran.
0: Mm -hmm. Anybody who's got dogs, you got dogs. What happens when you run away from your dogs?
1: They just immediately chase after you. They
0: immediately Mm -hmm. chase after you, right? I mean, the kid's nine, so you can't really blame them, but you should try to teach your kids like, Running away from a predator is the worst thing you can possibly do. So they got freaked out. They ran away. The coyote went and started attacking this kid. Uh, A young fella, an 18-year-old named Logan Funk, great name, who lives nearby, heard them screaming and yelling for help around 645, came outside. Unfortunately, he didn't have to physically confront the coyote. He was able to just scare it off. I think the story would be better like if he beat the coyote like with his bare hands, like ripped it off the kid and like got it in a chokehold or You've something. Seen that raccoon video? I have. Do you think you could beat a coyote in a fight and kill it in hand-to-hand combat?
1: Yes, I would get. I would be injured. I would.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're not coming out unscathed, but I think I could take for one down for sure, hand-to-hand. They're not that big.
1: Yeah, I have a dog about the size of a coyote, and I'm yeah, my dog's
0: sure. like. I think she's under 50 right around fifty pounds yeah. and I think I could take her if I needed to. <laughs> the camera came down to it. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I could take a coyote. How would you you'd have to choke it out, right?
1: Oh yeah, you gotta like go for like it's what else are you gonna, Like what else are you gonna do? I would probably if you didn't have out. a weapon, <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. I think I would try to choke it. Yeah, you just did, get like it a choke choke yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Take its back like Joe Rogan would do. I think. What about a wolf? You think you could take a wolf, dude? I don't think I could dude they're a lot I, bigger they're pretty big dude and strong think about how strong a dog wolf, is at like, like 50 pounds like one
1: wolf like not yeah, like, but
0: one wolf at like i don't know 80 or 100 pounds
1: oh, that's big that's big that's a big creature 80 100 pounds yeah That's a
0: lot and it, they're just so strong animals are so much oh, stronger yeah. than us we're so weak humans are weak dude like by comparison like by volume of our size like compared an to how strong we us, are technically but yeah, yeah, I guess if you were to go like figure out like how much an ant can lift or carry based on like its body weight compared to like us, like every animal I feel like is stronger than we are. So at a certain point, I think like a small wolf, I could maybe it'd be it'd be tough, be a fight to the death. Dude, if the wolf got you and latched on, could you get it off?
1: What that about jaw what about 50 wolf cubs? 50? Like one wolf or fifty wolf cubs, which would you rather fight?
0: Give me the one. Okay. Just give me the one, dude. 50 is just too many. I got two hands, dude. I mean, if they're all like, I know if they're wolf cubs and they don't really know what they're doing, right? But what if they're just like miniature? They're really they, they're they, not they, cubs. They're like just, well, they're wolves, but they're the size of yeah, a same they're temperament. They're adults, same temperament. Then you're screwed. Yeah. The cubs, you might be able, like, dude. They're not that vicious yet. You Let us know in to the comments. To, to win that battle. So anyways, let's wrap this up. Logan Funk, you are today's pinch point hero for saving the young lad or lass, whichever up in Canada there. Carson Wentz is also our weekly hero because he's just awesome. He may not be good at football, but he seems like a legit dude. He was walking around ATA show this year. I was going to talk to him, but I was recording a podcast with the guys from the fall at the time. And I just like looked up and he was walking by. I was like, hey, there's Carson Wentz good for him. So anyways, that's all we got for this week's episode of the Pinch Point. Next week, we may or may not have an episode. It is the 4th of July. I will be gone most of the week. I will be in Northern Michigan. So if anybody sees me hopping around Iron Mountain, Crystal Falls area, make sure you say hello because I'll be up there. Not doing any fishing because I sold my boat and I'm in the process of buying a new one, but I don't have it yet. So I'm boatless. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, with my wife and kids for five or six days without going fishing every day, but I'll figure something out. Anyways, make sure you subscribe, share, like, comment, tell us how much you love The Pinch Point or hate The Pinch Point. We don't really care. We appreciate you all. We'll see you next week, hopefully right here
1: on The Pinch Point.